1: The Morning Show. The
0: Home Team.
1: No, it's both. It's the Crossover.
0: Crossover, step back!
1: Right here on 960theref.com. All right, this is episode number 182 of the Crossover Podcast. David Johnston from The Morning Show, Jeff Dantzler from The Home Team, Thanks so much for joining us as we record this episode on the Monday after Easter. Normally we're recording these things on Wednesday or Thursday of the week, but we got so much stuff going on this week with travel and baseball games and everything. We're doing this one early and we're going to talk about uh, the Georgia baseball team. And then we're going to talk about the masters, which starts up on Thursday. So thanks as always for joining us. And again, If you're uh, listening to this and you don't have the 960 The Ref app downloaded, well, please do so. And you can do that at the App Store with your iPhone and Google Play with your Android. And uh, Jeff... How are you, sir? Hope you had a a good Easter. Yeah, long time no see, right? That's right, yeah, yeah. We Um, only
2: see each other every day. uh, But this is, uh, you know, it is a three weeks to go from Easter weekend to the Masters to G-Day. It's a great three weeks, and uh, we're also broadcasting today the National Championship game will be played and an an epic semifinal when we got home on Saturday night. Yeah, that
1: was one of the greatest games ever, and we won't get into that here just because by the time a lot of people sure. be listening to this that game will all already be over and we don't want to spoil it since we know what's going to happen. Since we're, we're, we're experts. That's right. That's we're, right. Well, I will say this uh, one thing, though. They were the two best teams all year,
2: and I think it's fitting that they meet in the championship game. So uh, hopefully, as you listen to
1: this, it was a great game. I'm going to predict Baylor won. That was what my bracket was. Uh, but yeah, for but the. Uh, you know, yeah. I will ask you this Do you look at it as a like, Gonzaga dodged a bullet? They're a good team. Maybe they haven't played the toughest schedule. Or do you look at it as. Hey, you're 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 giving me Baylor and four and a half points? I think it's just... I kind of like the Baylor of the four and a half points.
2: I like that too, and just nobody's gone undefeated since seven yeah. to six.
1: Baylor also had a three-week halftime during the middle of the season they as well sure where beat. they didn't play. They sure did. They sure did. And <laughs> Which they all that means earlier. now, I'm sure Gonzaga's going to win and cover the four and a half. For but sure. I kind of like Baylor. And but, how
2: about too the Suggs who had the game-winning shot? Yeah. Kirby offered him as a dual-threat quarterback out of Minnesota. And Eyes it was a f-
1: Funny story too, I guess whoever had it about his the the guy that does the quarterback camps said at- mm-hmm. – said, you need to concentrate on basketball. He wasn't telling him he was a bad quarterback. He was just saying, you're a really good basketball player.
2: Yeah, that was uh, for a school like Gonzaga to get that elite talent yeah. in there uh, with, with what they've already had. So it really is a great time of year in sports, and now uh, you're in the teeth of the SEC And again, as we, I'm sure for for many of you, you're listening to this after Georgia would have played Georgia Southern on Tuesday, but uh, to, to to head into just the teeth of the conference schedule, uh, go to Vanderbilt unfortunately the dogs uh, lost a second home series and three straight series losses now George hasn't been swept George has won one on Friday one on Saturday and one on Sunday but now uh, you know to be sitting there at three and six still having to go to Vanderbilt Florida and Arkansas three of the top five teams in the country Vanderbilt is ranked number one it's a daunting challenge and it's one of those things like we said the league is so strong and it just so happened that georgia uh, was the team that got hit hardest by the draft and uh, with so much coming back for so many other teams I, dave and i have kind of thought from day one that if georgia could have an overall record of 500 or better and if georgia plays all 53 games uh, but because we've had two rained out and only scheduled 55 of a possible 56 so if georgia can win 27 plus and be one of the 12 teams in the sec tournament i think it's a successful year
1: and it doesn't sound like we're going to make up any of those games i don't does. think it so. looks like we're on a 53 game schedule and hopefully we won't have any more rain outs I, I hope so you know or unless COVID outs or whatever exactly unless
2: it's well we need to go five, hey presbyterian can you come over <laughs> and play a couple of sevens on a tuesday they i might say no nah, we're good yeah i i don't know but 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 I think if this team could go under 500 with all the youth right now, I think that would be a good accomplishment for this team. And just the way their sports, baseball, tennis, golf, where where it's not what, what we would call a fully funded sport in that, like for tennis, you have six players play singles and... You got four and a half scholarships on the men's side. Baseball's got eleven point seven. As uh, as we all infamously know, they're just going to be some years where you're just going to go through a cycle for a year or two where the draft is going to hit you. Uh, somebody left, or you had a great class and they all leave at once, and and, and that's why what's most important. We saw that. Uh, remember, DJ with, with some of Coach Pardo's great teams. I go back to that 2007 team. Between the 06 and 08 World Series, we wound up with a losing record that year. We had some talent, but it just, for whatever reason, wasn't working that year. The team went through some growing pains, but there was some hair getting put on the chest, and it paid off the next year. So that's what you have to hope happens. not, not that anybody's writing off this year the rest of the way, but you know, it's not going to be a championship year for Georgia. But can this team get a winning record? make it to Birmingham, then who knows what can happen. And along the way with that progression, especially with so many young arms, do you feel a lot better going into next year? And then, as we've said, hopefully as these freshmen continue to develop, that could mean 2023.
1: That should be a great year for Georgia. Well, it's just crazy, too, with the pandemic. What if this had hit this year instead of last year? Georgia yeah. would have had flip Cox and, Hancock, the and And you talk about Tucker Bradley and Cam Shepard and Pat Sullivan but it didn't work out that way mm-hmm. Vanderbilt would have been the opposite them where them were if there had been a pandemic this year then rocker and lighter are on their way to the majors next year but again not trying to make excuses Gosh. but it's just different teams were different you know parts of of where their players were you know as far as their eligibility and it it hit Georgia pretty hard.
2: Well, it certainly did. And and then you're, you're also seeing what's frustrating. We talk about how young Georgia is. Well, in the two Sunday rubber game losses in Athens, Georgia has lost two freshman pitchers, Blake Tidwell for Tennessee and Will Sanders for South Carolina. Uh, but as we talked about during the games, those are guys because the other part about the draft being five rounds, who knows, maybe they still choose to go to college. And I would advise Any player, I mean, unless you're A-Rod getting multi-multi-million dollars coming out of high school, go to college. So maybe those guys still go to school there. But there are also a lot of players who are in college from mid-major to elite power programs who, if the draft were the normal number of rounds – who would be playing minor league baseball right now. Who knows? Maybe those are two of those guys. You know, maybe it's a deal. Cole Wilcox obviously wound up at Georgia, but some – I can't remember who it was. Let's just say Detroit Tigers took a flyer on him in like the 31st round because he was a first or second round talent. And they tried to give him that kind of money. And he said, no, I'm I'm going to school, like I said, the whole time. So who knows how that works out. But uh, the the dogs – they've shown a lot of fight. They've shown a lot of toughness. And uh, th- this is definitely going to be as tough a challenge as any team has. You know, c- could this team maybe find a way to-, to get two wins this week? I think that would be terrific. But, uh, you know, I- I'm also looking forward to seeing Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter on Thursday the, and Friday.
1: The baseball fan in me is very 100%. excited to see those guys. The Georgia fan in me knows that it's going to be a very, very, very tough task for the Bulldogs. For sure. Now, another part of it, you know,
2: dogs are going in there. There's no pressure.
1: Exactly. I was just about to say, but the pressure... Probably is on Vandy,
2: and and the thing too with Vandy, but well, well, maybe our guy can match him. They lead the SEC in hitting. We were going through their offensive yeah. numbers. Their center fielder leads in stolen bases, and as everybody says, he's like a, a, a amazed Dimaggio, Andrew Jones in college, just, just <laughs> incredible stuff. So. They would. They
1: were. They outscored LSU what twenty four to three or whatever it was in the first two games, and then they won a close one right in their last game, but. They are really, really good. They, they are cooking and they're
2: definitely going to be the favorite, not just to go to the College World Series, but to win the national championship, presuming that they Again. can stay healthy. Yeah. But I'm like you, I'm, I'm looking forward to going up to Nashville. It's always a, a great trip. It's a Thursday through Saturday, which also means we get a Sunday. For the Good. greatest event in the history <laughs> of the universe. Like that is you said, an excellent segue, Mr. I, Dantzler. I woke up this Monday morning, and, and here's the, as my friend John calls me, Eeyore. So, like, oh, man, it's master's week you know what that means we're a
1: week away from it being over <laughs> but or you're less than a year away from it starting up again see i like that <laughs> i like that glass being <laughs> half look full that way but,
2: but but i can't wait and it's it's my favorite event i think it's the greatest event in the history of the world and for us dave being from the south and, and living here a majority of our lives living in athens a majority of our lives with augusta being just down the road, we both love golf. I mean, this is is the event. It's the major of the majors, and uh, just uh, as you know, some things simply put say it best. CBS, a tradition unlike
1: any other, it is. Yeah, it is, and it's the whole week. And now it's. I think it's. You could say it's a week and a half because they have yeah. done it so right with the uh, the women's amateur and the way they host that and put that together. It's fantastic. So kind of to me, especially when you had three of the, uh, the young ladies on the Georgia Bulldogs, you know, women's golf team mm-hmm. in the event is really good too. So Katarina Don made the cut. She finished 25th. So she's actually made the cut both times they've had this. She did it in 2019 also. So to me, it kind of starts last week or the week before and moves into this week. And again, we're recording this on Monday of master's week. You may have been asked this on a 5 at 5 or something, and I'll say first what I would potentially do. Mm -hmm. I'd go with some kind of an Italian dinner with uh, red wine for the Champions (laughs) Dinner. Dustin Johnson tomorrow, I believe, is having sea bass and, and a, a filet as his yeah. main surf and course. turf. Yeah, a little surf and turf. What's J.D. going with? And,
2: and by the, is he doing the pigs in a blanket for an, appetizer? for an appetizer?
1: That's fantastic.
2: That's fa- After my first Masters win, <laughs> yeah. after my first win yes. I think I would go with a traditional Southern with green beans, Ooh. mac and cheese, mm. lima beans, and, and I would go with a uh, fried chicken or grilled chicken and fried shrimp. Mm. Uh, after I won my second one, yeah, you know, after to, to match Tom Watson, one, yeah. then I'd go pasta. After my third to match Gary Player uh, in Mickelson <laughs> and in Faldo, uh, I would and Sam Sneed <laughs> and Jimmy DiMera. Uh, then I think I would go full-on
1: seafood. Full-on seafood. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then I'd be dreaming about what I'm trying to, to tie the king
1: for number four. I'll, I'll be thinking about that fourth one, Dax. By the way, it, it dawned on me today why Tom Watson only won two Masters. Because we were looking at the par three winners. Mm-hmm. And um, Watson, and they're not having the par three tournament this year. Watson won it in 82. The par three tournament. What was he thinking?
2: And he had won the Masters in in 81. 81. He finished fifth and won the U.S. and the British. Yes. But he had that stretch. uh, That too is a great segue. I promise we didn't plan this. But from (laughs) 77 to 84, Watson won it in 77, won it in 81. He finished second to player by a stroke in 78, uh, lost in a playoff to, to Fuzzy Zeller. And uh, was it Ed Snead? I think it was Ed Sneed, yep, yep. in 79. So that could have easily been three straight and four out mm. of five in 81. And he finished second to Ben Crenshaw in 84 and was fifth in 1982,
1: the, the year we were just talking about. So, and did you rattle off? Just now, did you mention 91? He finished third yeah, in 91. Was when won yeah, that I would just say like the 77 the 70s, through 80s, yeah. 84 but How many close calls he oh, had. Oh, he
2: could have won it four or five times. Yeah. Yeah. But that just shows how hard it is, too. And I'll throw in there, too. And, and for so many of us, when you, when you think about the class of the field – and the right guy winning the similarities between '86 and '19 are uncanny mm-hmm. with Jack Nicklaus mm-hmm. and Tiger Woods. I mean, you just all you have to do is just riddle off the top five and top tens there. But but I think if you're talking about all timers, I would put for Watson. who's was my favorite player ever, and that's the great thing about golf. I love Watson, Nicklaus, and Palmer, but but Watson was my main man. So he won it in '81. The the top ten that year. All 10 players won major championships, and I tallied it up as 41 total pro majors. So Tom Watson won. This is back in 81. Uh, th- that was a pretty good time to be around the Peach State with the dogs being the reigning national champs. Uh, Johnny Miller and Jack Nicholas tied for second. Uh, Miller won two majors. Nicholas, you might have heard him, won 18. A young Greg Norman was fourth, mm. who would go on to win two. Jerry Pate, who won two, and Tom Kite were tied for fifth. David Graham, who won two, was seventh. And there was a three-way tie for eighth with Ben Crenshaw, won two both masters Raymond Floyd who won four and John Mahaffey who won one edging my man Watson at the 78 PGA so you, you think the, the class of that top 10 that might be the best in the history of any major championship that's incredible it really is that so think, is all 10 guys <laughs> went in majors and let's see Won
1: multiple majors So if you did a deep dive of all the majors that's you think that has happened anywhere else?
2: I, I would bet if it ha. It's it's. I would put an over under
1: at two and a half.
2: Yeah. And th- I mean, there's, there's a just, very good chance it's that's the
1: only time that's ever happened. I would but, think so too. That's yeah. incredible. By the way, a moment ago when I said you rattled off, of, I meant that in a nice way. I didn't mean that in a oh, bad well, way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you have the ability to do that a lot more than I do. I use a little bit of a cheat sheet, but I wanted to ask you it, what your thoughts were. And this is kind of leading up to my question about changing the course, Mm -hmm. where in the late 60s, early 70s, there was Gabe Brewer, Bob Golby, George Archer. I won't say Billy Casper because he was a great player, but Charles Cootie, Tommy Aaron. Was that a result of Augusta trying to change things up because of Nicholas? And then we saw something similar after Tiger won, which, by the way... This is the 25th anniversary of Norman's Meltdown. Next year will be the 25th anniversary of Tiger's First. But we'll we'll talk about that another time. More on us aging later. I know, I know. And are we going to potentially see it again if they start making some changes to the course? It it
2: happened with Zach Johnson and Trevor Immelman Mm -hmm. in 07 and 08. And just reading some golf history books, there was an old quote from Jack Nicklaus from maybe the late 70s or 80s when he had won three out of four in 63, 65, and 66. By the way, 60 through 66, it went Palmer, player, Palmer, Nicholas, Palmer, Nicholas, Nicholas. That was a pretty sporty yeah. little, wow. little seven-year run oh, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but anyway, and, and he said, you know, after he had won the three, he said they changed some things up, or he said, I, I really could have reeled off a lot more. Yeah. So whatever they did – and. And, uh, you know, like, would you n- – nothing against those guys who won it, but when you go from having those seven guys win and then when, when you start when Player won again in 74, now Nicholas did win in 72, then you got back to the elite from yeah. Player and Nicholas right, and right. Floyd and Watts. It just and seems that's, like
1: there's these little rolling yeah, areas just, of, of winners that don't fit some of the others. And, and it wasn't as bad, maybe, because you mentioned Immelman and you mentioned Zach Johnson. There was even Mike Weir. Couple of years before that, Weir
2: Matisse playoff was not a <laughs> not a, not an all-time. And we won right? it with a bogey,
1: yeah. Which is kinda, Just, they should say nope, you got nope, par or better.
2: That's like if you if you're playing a game of pool. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: no, no. You got to call that yeah, that's shot. right. That's right. right. That's right. You got to call. If that. Either of you make a bogey, <laughs> then we got to go to 211. eleven. No I think nice. they, they settled that one on ten, right? I believe. So, yeah, that's the, uh, the funny thing there, too. But uh, you know, we'll see how it, how it plays out, you know, moving forward. But, uh, you know, certainly it is interesting to see what the course is going to look like, if there's subtle changes or if there's something that, you know, we didn't really see anything with the women's amateur, I guess, that tipped us. So I would <laughs> assume that uh, you know, we'll see the course as we're kind of expecting. And, of course, the weather Always has a lot to do with it. And it's
2: going to be hot yeah, yeah, this week. Yeah. So I, I would expect these guys to, to go low. And and obviously the course itself is the star of this event. And one of the great things about and you mentioned how they have tinkered with some things through the years. But one of the great things about the Masters, and a lot of it does depend – Yes, on the weather, but a lot of that, too, is how hard is the wind blowing? You know, there might be some years six, seven, eight under might win it, but there's some years you might have to go 13, 14 under to win it. And that's okay. You know, th- that's where I think where the U.S. Open gets lost sometimes. Like, oh, yeah, we, 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 we don't want more than one or two guys under par. Well, if it just so happens that it's, it's a week where guys are scoring, let it be And, and, and the Masters. The Masters lets it be, yeah. and I like that.
1: And with uh, like the year of that Zach Johnson won it when he was one over par, mm-hmm. he was what? So that mean, means he was 12 under? On the, on the, or what was he on, on the, the par yeah, fives? Yeah, I think he, made,
2: he, I, I, he was
1: – I think that's the only place he made a birdie, yeah, wasn't it? So maybe he was – yeah, he was whatever it was. I don't know if he the birdied fives. them all, I don't think but he, it was... But it was something crazy. Right. And he laid up on all of them and birdied them. And, yeah. you know, he was whatever on the... It was something like he was 12 under on the par fives and 13 over on right. the rest of the course. Right. But it, uh, that's just how it happened to, to play out that year. All right. Let me uh, let me throw this at you. Unless you have any more yes yeah, about did. the course no, or I'll the want, history.
2: I wanted to throw one thing out there, though. And, and one of the... The, the pools I do it's it's a tiered mm-hmm. pool so you, you you pick two guys from each tier and I was just curious who your two picks would be from the top tier here well
1: that's what I was going to get into okay. yeah yeah that's where I was headed anyway okay
2: so uh, th- this was tier one uh it's now was it's, this when did this when was this put together I got it this morning and, oh, okay. and I go whenever I do this or like a, a tournament bracket
1: I, li- I go ahead and do it Right away, because there was. There's probably a golfer. How many golfers are in tier one? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Is there a golfer in tier one named Jordan Spieth? No, there is See, not. Because that might be. So whenever that was put together, I mean, he's he's got to be tier one now, doesn't he? Not in my pool, but well, I picked I know, but him in I'm the saying, tier he's in. Him, if you were putting that together <laughs> Absolutely. now, the year he's had,
2: I, I agree. So he's coming off a win,
1: and he's already won at Augusta, and he's even though he, you know, yeah. he had the the blow up in what was that sixteen, 16. Danny Willett. Uh, he <laughs> he has played very well at Augusta. He
2: has. So the tier one in this pool is Deshimu, Morikawa it's like, oh, well, those guys. well, yeah, they both won majors last yeah. year. Dustin Johnson, yeah, he won the Masters last yeah. year. John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Patrick Cantlay, Patrick Reed, Terrell Hatton, Webb Simpson, and Xander Shoffley. So I, t- I took DeChambeau and DJ out of that group. Okay.
1: I-, I think they're the two favorites. but My two would be DJ and Rahm. Okay. Rahm's going to win a major. I
2: think so, too.
1: Uh, the, the second the Spaniards do well at Augusta. Oh, they do. In fact, the last international player to win at Augusta was Sergio Garcia.
2: And, and I also I appreciate the homage that Rom pays to the Spanish history mm-hmm. of. He loves Seve, loves Olafable, yep, and and of course Sergio yep. too. And those guys combined to, you know, win a bunch of Masters, win five Masters and you know, three British Opens between them. It's crazy
1: them. that to Rom, Sergio is an old crusted veteran. To oh, us, and, he's still that young kid and, that's and hitting the ball at, at the PGA Championship and running up the hill. Oh, for
2: sure. It. And Seve to Rom's probably like, like oh, yeah. Sam Snead was that or something. Which is
1: cool that he, sh- he still shows for sure. a lot of respect to Seve. For sure. So yeah, that's why I like Rom, and that's you know, the DJ thing. If I weren't going to pick dj though i might put Shoffley in there
2: i could see that you, you feel like he's a guy who, who could certainly break through and the other thing with with dj you know the, the history would say no it's kind of like the gonzaga thing only three players have won it back-to-back. So, and obviously this is the one and hopefully only time that, you know, it's just six months apart for the Masters. Does that help? Does that hurt? There's no way to know. We'll we'll find out. Mm -hmm. But if he does do it, I mean, he would join, I I would say probably the two most exclusive clubs in golf for the career Grand Slams. And then, I mean, back-to-back Masters.
1: Ain't no slouches, Nicholas Woods and Faldo. I mean, that's... It, I mean, and it's funny that of those three Faldo's the, the weak link. Exactly. And the, and the guy won six majors. Exactly. Yeah. That showed you how exclusive that yeah. club is. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, good stuff there. So, what's Tier 2? Or were we just going to talk about Tier 1? No, one? no,
2: no. I think all how of those. How many tiers are there? That I had six tiers, Uh-oh. two each. Uh, tier 2 was Billy Horschel. Uh, Kepka's in Tier 2. I He was going to be my pick. Overall, but just
1: with the – about a month ago. He's together, playing with nine the, today, nine tomorrow, nine Wednesday. And, and just with the I injuries. Think, you know, he said he wasn't going to Augusta to to not play or mm-hmm. to play for second. But, you know, appreciate the attitude.
2: Berger, Westwood, Fitzpatrick, Paul Casey, I think that would be a good yes. pick. McIlroy, no chance. <laughs> Sungjae M., uh, uh, Tony Finaus, who I took, and Victor Hovland. Yeah, definitely. That's, that was a good group of there. That, yeah,
1: of that group. Who was it? Uh, uh, Casey and I'd love to see Matt. I'd love to see Rory, though. Boy, he's his game's so out of sorts. That's the only problem, though, and God. he's going to be thinking it, thinking it, and mm-hmm. overthinking it. But
2: maybe he finds it. You yeah. know, you don't know. Yeah. Stranger things yeah. have happened. So, I, I love going So, just through.
1: like next month, Speed's going to hear more of the chatter of course. about the PGA Championship like Rory's going to hear this week about the Masters.
2: And what would be interesting to see, too... So Spieth wasn't even in Tier 2. Oh, no, no, no.
1: He was down in, like, so Tier list, 4 or this something. This was put together a while back. Yeah, in fact, he is in... Because <laughs> on the betting odds now in Vegas, he's third. Yes, in fact, I've got him... Yeah, I've got him in Tier 6. Wow.
2: With Longer, Brendan <laughs> Todd, what? Bubba, Charles Schwartzel, Danny Willett, Henrik Stenson, Jimmy Walker... Wow. Hey, I, I didn't put the tiers together. I just made the pick. Well, I hope
1: you took Speed in I tier did. six, did. as everybody else will, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, so that's that And maybe Vegas has him maybe a little bit higher just to protect themselves because he's hot for right sure. now. And there's going to be a lot of wagers placed on him. Well, that was even, and he's
2: very popular, not yeah. to the extent that Tiger was, but there were some years when Tiger was struggling, when he would still be like a, a three to one to win mm. the match, when he probably should have been like a 25 oh, yeah. to yeah. one. But Vegas is With like, well, so he in does get him. hot. Yeah, exactly. Because I'd always heard that the biggest one hit that Vegas took was the Holyfield Tyson fight the first one that went off, it started at nineteen to one. And it's like I get it, everybody thought Tyson was gonna win, but still you're like, okay, I can throw down a hundred bucks and win nineteen hundred. Yeah. And who is, is gonna put down basically two grand to win a hundred and twenty on Tyson? Right. And so Holy Field wins mm-hmm. and they just got, they got hammered. So so then I think after that you, you started seeing because you say most of the time you get true odds from Vegas, but they do
1: protect themselves a lot. You well, it's see, like where the local bookie has to go take out a uh, an Oppo uh, uh, bet. Uh, Exactly. In case something goes wrong. Like I
2: remember the the Georgia Kentucky ninety eight football game that we won twenty eight twenty six. That I think we were favored by one and a half. I just remember the local line. A buddy of mine was a local bookie. The local line here was Georgia by six. I was like, oh my god. I was like, that is just wow.
1: Yeah. But they were like,
2: I'll take the dogs." I'm like, yeah. okay. okay. And guess what? That bookie, he will let
1: you. Yes.
2: <laughs> and He will collect a lot of a money lot off of, of that. A lot of cash money. But, but so I, and I, another one, too, I think you do see it from New York teams sometimes because I'd also heard Vegas got hit really hard in the 08 Super Bowl when the Giants upset mm-hmm. the undefeated Patriots. Oh, I can imagine. And I think that line was maybe 12 and a half. Mm. They're a lot of fun. I'm going to take the Giants.
1: Well, it was a good play. That's how I feel about Baylor tonight, getting four and a half. That's a good deal. That sounds like a great deal. Sure
2: it does. But, you know, at the end, with college basketball, it comes down to uh, do they make their free throws? Oh, God, they hit a a, last, quote, unquote, meaningless three. Well, maybe not so
1: meaningless. So Tiger is the last. He's the defending spring champion. Mm -hmm. So there won't be a defending champion of the spring since he's not playing in it. So we we got your tier guys. Yeah. So of those of the two that you picked in tier one, is I who you're picking to win the tournament?
2: Yes. I, I think it'll either be Johnson or DeChambeau. Kepka was my pick, but I worry about his health. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think a healthy Brooks Kepka because he was playing well earlier this right. year and he's been so close. Yeah, you know, he was part of that group as we were talking about nineteen. He very well could have won it, and and I, I do predict he'll 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 win at least one, if not two, Masters in his career. But mm-hmm. I, do, I worry about his health yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I'd say a, a a dark horse quote favorite of of the guys who are say the top twenty betting picks. I think Finau could come into play this week. You know, Mor- Morikawa. We'll have to see how his game meshes up. But you know, where where a guy like Morikawa piques your interest the way he was able to pull away at the PGA, and then what was that? Was that one of the WGC events he just ran away with this yeah, year? Yeah, A guy who in a field like that mm. can put together whatever it was, a three- or a four-shot win, that that's a guy who's got a chance to go out there and go real, real low. But now I'll throw this. I think DJ's the guy right now, and, and we've seen it where it's been Rory, and we've seen it when it's been day. But I, I think – and we've certainly seen it when it's been kept. I think right now, Dustin Johnson is a guy, though, that if you said, if he plays his very best, he will win. Like, if everybody yeah. went out there and played the absolute
1: best they possibly could, I think Johnson's the winner right, right. right now. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on DJ. So, here's a question. So, DJ in 20, Tiger in 19. That was not their first major. Cha- well, actually, technically, Tiger's first That's major right. was the Masters. Yes. So DJ's first major was the U.S. Open. If I'm doing this right, you got to go all the way back to Angel Cabrera, who won the Masters, and that wasn't his first different championship. Because you got Patrick Reed, yeah, er, uh, Sergio, Yep. Danny Willett, yeah. Speed's first major was. was the Masters. He came close the year yes. before when Bubba won. Bubba, he Adam won. Scott, yeah. Bubba Schwartzel. Schwartzel, yeah, Mickelson, yeah, his first was major was the Masters. So Cabrera, and Cabrera in, 09. in '09, So I wow. was a, and then you know if you go even oh, yeah, before it was that, Johnson you got Immelman. Immelman. you yeah. got Zach Johnson, Mickelson Woods, Mickelson Weir, yeah. Woods Woods. Sing that wasn't. Let's see. I guess Sing yeah, would won be a PGA. Yeah. But there aren't many guys that win this that have already. Uh, is that making sense? It what does. we're Going out here.
2: It really does. So for, for a lot of guys, it's their breakthrough. Yeah. And then you just wonder, because that like for Jack Nicklaus, it was his second. For right, Tom right. Watson, it was his second. Yeah. If you have and Tiger won, had
1: played in it as an amateur.
2: Correct. Yes. So then you start thinking, okay, and and I like how you're thinking here. So if you've won. A couple of the
1: others before. Yeah. does that pressure does that, just yeah. mount even more at the Masters? Right. So if you're looking at it that way, though, who's one of these guys that hasn't won a major that's knocking on door? That's why I like it's, Rom.
2: What about Finau? Finau's another. I one. think those would be the two guys. It, Rom, Rom's better than Finau, but I think Finau might have a little bit more composure down the stretch. I mean, although if he's got so many seconds, I know. You got to think that's starting to, to so build Sh- up on Shoffley him, and he's
1: going to win one, and then when he does, I bet he wins like he three, win two you, know, or three eight, yeah. you know, six or eight month period. So then, so would would Shoffley potentially be yep. the guy? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think if he want to go by that line of thinking. I think so. But now, there's could, so
2: many young guns out there, yeah. And he, I'm just telling you, Morikawa blew me away what he did at the PGA. <laughs> I mean, when he made that. The, the one putt eagle when he drove the green and what did he, when he almost aced a par three. I mean, he yeah. was
1: just, uh, that, that blew me away what he was able to do. So that's. he. You know, now the thing too is he was in a part of the country that he's he was familiar very with. comfortable with. He was. And he took advantage of it. He sure did. And, and of
2: course that he was familiar with too. He sure did. But, but it definitely, for most of the all-time greats, they won their masters in their
1: 20s yeah no, that's they, a good they, point. they won their first one their you first know, one
2: yeah N- Nicholas was, I was only 23. Nicholas Tiger Watson was 27 Palmer was 28 you know so for for most of the the all-time greats they got one in their 20s I I've got to, now they're, they're obviously players who've won it in their 30s, and, and that's a, but for but it know, wasn't their first, or, or they or. weren't elite guys, right? Right? right and right. it wasn't so like when Zach Johnson won, it wasn't like, Oh, this guy's never won a major, it's hanging over his head. But for, the, for the, who
1: the who knew he's gonna win a British at St. Andrews, or also, combo he's got <laughs> yeah.
2: one, two punch, but for yeah, for the most of the the greats of the great, like Seve was, well, mm-hmm. got least Seve was what, like 25 when he won it. So for most of the all-time greats who have won at Augusta, they've won their Masters or their first Masters when they were in their 20s. Because I've just got it. When you get 30, you know Johnny Miller always loved that term. He goes, uh, "You got was it more? You got more scar tissue there, and with those greens, and it's." If you well, haven't I mean,
1: won one yet, it's tough. That's tough, but there is also the you're familiar with Augusta National if you sure. play it every year, where the other majors rotate. For sure. So maybe there's something to that too, where you've got guys that's their first major, but it ain't the first time they played Augusta. No in fact, doubt. We know the only two who won it in their first try, <laughs> and fuzzy that'd be Zell- Smith
2: and Fuzzy Zeller. That's exactly right, old Fuzzy. But I mean, that, that's where you think too. God knows we could do two hours showing this. If Larry Mize doesn't chip in that shot in 87, I would bet – I think I've got $36 in my wallet that Norman wins at least two Masters.
1: Do you have a $2 bill in your wallet? Yes, I do. So right do
2: next I. to a Linden tree leaf. <laughs> yes, I, I would, same here. I would bet – so $38, $38 in my wallet that that Norman would have won at least two Masters
1: if that doesn't go in. First one's the hardest one to yep. win. Now, he did win two British Opens. He but sure did. Sure did. Twenty five years ago, I think you and I were watching. We were, yeah. You had a group of your guys, and it was just heartbreaking.
2: Well, and then you know, the year before, he had lost that heartbreaking U.S. Open to Pavin. Yeah, and and I always say too, he won the '86 British. Then you got Bob Tway at the '86 PGA and Mize at the '87 Masters. You know, two of the more fortuitous shots ever. He really should have won. But then you're talking about he goes three in a row. And he's got three-quarters of the Grand Slam. If
1: those two shots don't win in, he probably wins seven,
2: eight, nine majors.
1: And we'd be seeing him this weekend. That's right. Even if he's not playing, he'd be hanging around. Boy, what a way, great so this is weird. So, not 25 years ago was was the Norman mm-hmm. incident. 20 years ago was Tiger winning the Masters to finish off the career the Slam. Tiger slam. Yeah, yeah. Ten years ago was Rory's uh, mishap on number 10. <laughs> It's the tenth anniversary of that. Boy, that's a game changer the too, by the time, way, big time. And five years ago with with Speed's mishap, jeez, boy, it, it goes it's weird weird. All those are kind of like anniversary dates. Either yes, A five it is. or a ten. You know, finishing in a five or a zero.
2: Yeah, and, and, yeah, that was. So it was forty from my man watching. Second, about that eighty-one yeah, leaderboard. 80, forty
1: years ago. That is. That's, that's some the epic best. Six, Rattle that one off again. And was, I say that in a nice. Nice yeah, or was, did you already uh, put no, that it was, away?
2: No, it was Watson first. He won by two over a guy you might have heard of named Jack Nicholas and Johnny, Johnny Miller. Miller yes. Greg, they were
1: two shots back.
2: Greg Norman was fourth. Kite and Pate were fifth. David Graham was seventh. And Graham won the 79 PGA and 81 U.S. Open. Then a three-way tie for eighth with Ben Crenshaw, Raymond Floyd, and John <laughs> Mahaffey. Here's
1: what's so weird. Phenomenal. The year before when Sevy won it, mm-hmm. and that was his first one. Yes, he beat out Gibby Gilbert, and he won by four shots. Whoever I don't know who Newton. I'd have to look and see. Who Jack, Jack Newton. Newton. That's right, yes. Jack Newton. And then the year after, when Watson won in '81, I'm sorry, in uh, when uh, Stadler won in '82, Dan beats Dan Pate Pol. missed with his Pate missed a putt to get into the playoff yeah. on
2: eighteen. That's I was you know, It's funny how things because we're such traditionals, but when I was a kid, like. I love that he had the orange ball. I just thought that was cool. Yeah. Wow, man, that's neat.
1: <laughs> yeah, my man Watson finished Jesus fifth that kids. year because
2: he messed up. He won the par three, that's like right. he said. Jeez, I didn't even he know that. He had no that. way
1: of defending once he won the par three. He should have just gone on back to Kansas City.
2: No, I mean, and then he goes and wins at Pebble Beach and Troon. I mean, <laughs> come
1: on. <laughs> man, this has just flown by. I knew this was gonna but going to be going next week. We're going to have golf? a lot to talk about, too, because we'll have – the masters to talk about wow, that's, how it uh, goes down. Maybe
2: they'll uh, maybe they'll give us one of those ten thousand dollars shares that, like Raymond <laughs> Floyd and and Watson and Jack Nicholas just who, for
1: coming for coming. And if you miss the cut, you get one of those ten thousand dollars well, we shares. Could, we, we could certainly do that. That's just it's incredible. It's nothing like. Man, it. this is flown by Jeff. Enjoyed it, yes, sir. Again, today's Monday. We've got Georgia baseball tomorrow against Georgia Southern, and then we've got the the trip to Nashville this sort of weekend thursday friday saturday instead of the full-blown weekend and we'll have plenty to talk about on the other side again uh download the 960 the ref app if you have an iphone it's in the app store if you have an android it is on google play this has been episode number 182 number 182 he's jeff dantzler from the home team i'm david johnston from the morning show thanks so much for joining us And thanks for listening to 960 The Ref and the 960 The Ref app. You've been listening to The Crossover on
0: 960theref.com.